1: Welcome to Season Watch with Wendy Scott where we observe the things coming on the earth through biblical binoculars because the Bible is both timely and timeless. With her master's degree in rhetoric and writing skills, Wendy is a part-time college professor but a full-time truth professor. She believes the word of God is his perfect revelation including a young earth six-day creation as well as the global flood inundation and that Israel is God's chosen nation. Faith alone in Jesus is salvation. The true church rapture comes pre-tribulation, followed by Christ's millennial domination and His eternal kingdom with earth's regeneration. Jesus is coming without hesitation. And now, here's Wendy with today's topic.
2: Hi, friends. Thank you for joining me again on Season Watch. And let's just start with prayer. Jesus, I just uh, need you today. Here we are starting a uh... Just coming into the the season of celebration, and we just pray for your presence and your light, your joy, and everything that we do everywhere we go. Um, Help us to be on your path. Help us to represent you, and help our words to reveal your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And I sure need that today. (laughs) I have a lot of notes, so uh, we'll just get right to it. Just, uh... um, (laughs) <laughs> we're we're going to see how far we get. Uh, so please fasten your truth belts, and uh, we'll start talking about the things to come. So, last time we talked about the Josiah principle, who was the last good king of Judah. And he was so good that he even reached into the northern kingdom of Israel when they were separated, and he sent Levites up to teach the people, and he invited them back to true worship in Jerusalem at the temple, and under his good reign, many people returned to the faith, they celebrated, they seemed very happy, and because he was faithful to honor the things of God and to call the people back to God. And we learned that, um, unfortunately, King Josiah died suddenly. It was kind of just a mistake. And... um after that, chaos erupted in Judah, and after that, a series of evil kings came, and bad leaders took over, and the people returned to their sin, as described in Second Chronicles 36. And it says that, moreover, all the leaders of the priests and the people transgressed more and more, according to all the abominations of the nations. And it says that it got so bad that there was finally no remedy, and God sent judgment through the Chaldeans, and um, he had been patient for a very long time. And so interestingly, after King Josiah and Judah went into disarray, Babylon actually began to take over all the nations, and they created the global empire. Uh, But God kept Babylon and King Nebuchadnezzar in check and caused him to do his own bidding. So when we read Daniel, we see that Nebuchadnezzar uh, was (laughs) kind of, God kept his attention and, and God used him for what he wanted to do. Um, And so he also took care of his people in captivity. And we talked about that these things, the the idea of a last good king and King Josiah trying to return the people to the God ways, um, that we see that as kind of a pattern happening now. We might see it as a spiritual pattern, particularly in America. and that as we watch America kind of in its demise, it opens Satan's path to setting up his global dominion because all the other countries are pretty much aligned already with this idea, especially of a global governance. And those who are not aligned with it, they don't really have a champion because America's not standing in the way. America's actually on board with the global governance system that they're looking to set up. So um In a sense, we had a King Josiah. We had a leader who wanted to return us to the old paths and to set us back on those foundational principles. But America didn't want to. America chose a path of lawlessness, really, and seems to be rejecting truth. So we're letting dark forces take over our country. I I urge you to consider for yourself your observations. Um, And even the world— Uh, Watch this coup take over America. They didn't say anything, even though pretty much every leader in the world understands what has happened. Um, God said in Jeremiah 6, Thus says the Lord, stand in the way and see, ask for the old paths where the good way is, and walk in it. Then you will find rest for your souls, but they said, we will not walk in it. Also, I set watchmen over you, saying, Listen to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, We will not listen. Therefore, hear you nations, and know, O congregation, what is among them. Hear, O earth, behold, I will certainly bring calamity on this people, the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not heeded my words, nor my law, but rejected it. So I suggest if you look at the things that are happening today, if you see them similarly, I suggest that our figurative King Josiah is dead, and now the people can do what they love to do. They can follow sin and do every man what is right in their own eyes, but they don't understand that this coming darkness that we're inviting will be an evil that the world has never seen and God is going to permit Satan to have complete dominion during the seven-year tribulation. And we know about the tribulation in Daniel and in Revelation. And, of course, it's talked about throughout the Bible in several places. And so um, this is what the world wants. We already saw in Psalm 2 that they want to throw off the bands of God and his Messiah so that they can fulfill their dream because Satan has enticed them to want it, right? So we see right now a great explosion in sort of a defiling or a changing of our laws. And um, I want to just talk about even in California, uh, we see in the Constitution is being uh, violated and we're seeing a silencing of opposition. And the promotion of ungodliness. There are so many rules and laws and administrative uh, checks being put in place for um, to stop misinformation and to um, silence opposing views. It's it's never been like this, and. Um, one of the most egregious laws that has just been passed in California, you have to understand what California is doing without your permission. Um, if you have no idea of these laws that are coming through, you will be shocked. I urge you to look at them. And so um, you won't believe this law if you haven't heard of it. It's AB 2223. And believe it or not, you're not going to believe this. Uh, it actually prohibits law enforcement from investigating the death of of any fetus or baby up to 28 days old. Yep. They're actually legalizing by de- by just uh, de facto legalizing post-birth abortions and they're prohibiting law enforcement from investigating. And by the way, if you can tell a 28-day-old baby from a 40-day-old baby— um, Uh, Good for you. But I think a lot of law enforcement will be cautious. And this just sailed right through, I'm ashamed to say, right through our California legislature. Very few objections, only a few conservatives. I actually went up there with a team uh, sponsored by Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, and we lobbied uh, at the early stages to stop this bill. We tried to point out to lawmakers that they need to not sign this bill, but they did it anyway. Um, thousands of us went up there and to point out that it's not only abhorrent and that it actually effectively legalizes infanticide, but that it was a violation of the Constitution since the 14th Amendment defines a citizen as anyone born in the United States. And I want to tell you, they did not want to listen. Oddly enough, they actually closed their doors and put notes on their doors. You're not supposed to do that. Even their staff would not receive us. We had to catch them in the halls sneaking out. They did not want to hear. They did not want to confront the truth because they know deep down what they are doing is legalizing infanticide. We're going to find um, an explosion of dead babies that Um, authorities can do nothing about. Their hands are tied. And so um, you just have to understand how evil this is. But this is Satan uh, causing America to sin so badly that God has to judge us. Um, Remember that Balaam could not curse Israel, if you remember back in the Old Testament. But Balak uh, was trying to bribe him to curse Israel, and Balaam said, I can't. Instead, he taught the people to seduce and corrupt Israel through their daughters and gods so that God himself would punish them. That's actually what the Bible talks about. And that's what these satanic forces are doing in America. They're pushing our culture so far that God himself has to take us down and give us over to our vile affections and to curse us, as in Romans 1. He can't defeat the nation that God blesses. Satan cannot defeat us, but he can entice us to be punished. And uh, with us, he takes out freedom and enslaves actually the whole world. That's why we're the pinnacle. And if Satan can take us out, he can get the whole world. So look at the current wave of post-abortion laws that are sweeping the nation. He's pushing our culture literally to sacrifice to Moloch, which is an ancient Canaanite god. And uh, the word Moloch actually means king. It's a substitute for the true king. Um, and in Israel, continue to worship. This is demonic, and this is what Satan demands: is worship to him. So this phenomenon is now so prevalent that it can't be hidden anymore. They're not really even trying. And so I want to actually, I want you to understand what's really going on, how far this is going. I'm going to play a clip for you. It's going to be kind of shocking, and you need to understand that the spiritual forces that are working here to take down America so that Satan can access the whole world. Listen to Laura Logan in a two interview clips describing the rabid evil overtaking our nation concerning the children. If you could play that clip, please.
3: Number one, what has happened to all of these missing children? How come hundreds of thousands of children go missing every year? How come they go missing in child protective services and in their custody? How come so many of the kids, 70, 80% of the kids that end up in sex trafficking have been through the foster care system? This is not okay. And when you start to go and investigate this and you learn the details of it, and this should not come as a surprise to anyone, because Jeffrey Epstein is no secret, right? And people know that Jeffrey Epstein take a look at the at the logs on his of his airplane and you see all the elite people in our society who have gone to Epstein Island and somehow we still don't know what any of them have done. I was working for Reuters, an international news agency, and I did a series on Satanism. And I can tell you, I watched, I looked at photographs of dead babies who had been skinned and used uh, in ritual sacrifices in satanic cells in South Africa. I have listened to the interviews and the testimony of survivors of Satanism and to people uh, who have uh, received them. There's a 60 Minutes piece from years ago in Australia, um, from decades ago, where a survivor actually describes witnessing uh, people being killed in these blood sacrifices. I follow the facts to where they take me, and when I speak to a guy who tells me, when he was in the unit which is delta that he was on underground operations and how they found children in cages and i'm getting eyewitness testimony we have a major problem here we have hundreds of thousands of unaccompanied minors crossing the border into the united states and they're not going to their parents where are they going we have wow. children that are across care and cps where are these children going what is happening to them and how can we not know and why do we accept it Why do we accept that children are raped for money and raped for porn films and snuff films and that the Internet has proliferated this across the world? Mm. People know that hundreds of thousands of children go missing every year. People know that we're not being told the truth about it. People know that satanic sacrifices and rituals and blood sacrifices are real. They know that people are advertising the blood of children as the secret to reversing aging. It's all over the media, right? I mean, I'm not the first one uh, to raise it. And yeah, and they don't care. Uh, Children are disappearing in the custody of child protection services. Mm -hmm. Their records are disappearing with them. And nobody says a word. Look at what they're doing. Look at how they're advocating openly to mutilate the genitals of children on a daily basis in the mainstream media. We've been we've been murdering babies by the tens of millions for decades. Right. Literal murder inside of the womb. Now they want to advocate outside of the womb. There's this full force. I mean, they're advocating for maps, Laura Uh, a minor attracted persons open pedophilia normalized where they have it's like look at what they're doing to the kids laura and you're absolutely right and it goes even deeper how deep does it really go laura the truth is that a lot of this political movement is grounded in the very satanic form of baphomet who is half man half woman and you can see it in the symbolism look at the the ceremony now to open the commonwealth games in birmingham you know, where there's the, the big bull who represents Baal, mm-hmm. and it's all satanic. Look at Biden's ridiculous, you know, satanic speech in front of the Red Wall. Look at uh, the opening of the, the tunnel in Switzerland. I mean, these people uh, truly want to ascend to be gods. And you start to realize, too, when you listen to Yoval Noah Harari, the scientific advisor to the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and other lunatics, when you listen to these people, you realize... They regard our human frailty as, a, as the ultimate weakness, mm. but our human frailty, this life that we have that has a beginning and it has an end, they never want to die, right? They want to live forever.
2: I tell you, these things are spiritual darkness encroaching on humanity, and we we are not resisting anymore. We have to open our eyes. Um, We have a situation here in America where we've actually dedicated the government to demons. Remember I said that? The 117th Congress literally prayed and dedicated it to to Brahma um, and to demons. These are demons. And now... Satan demands worship of Molech. We know that he did in the past. He has throughout history. They've got statues of Molech. This is not uh, a new thing. And this is what Satan did through Balaam to get God to punish Israel. And Jesus explains it himself in a letter to the churches in Revelation 2.14, But I have a few things against you because you have there those who hold to the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols, and to commit sexual immorality. And so Jesus himself, in a warning, says that that these stumbling blocks cause... God to punish us. They have to. He he can't let us represent him and do the worst things possible, and that's what we're being enticed to do by taking away the old laws. Um, so God has to judge Israel, and that's what's happening now. Satan's enticing us to sin so egregiously that We're literally sacrificing our children to him, and it's no longer just in the womb. By the way, California is not the only one that is passing such laws. So look around. You can find them in New York. I think it was uh, Maryland. I think there's several that are passing laws, and it's sweeping the nation quietly, and most people don't even realize it's happening. So you have to understand what we're facing here. This is an unprecedented attack, and the depth of evil is just like this toxic fungus spreading beneath the surface and now it's it's sprouting invasively all over America all over the world and we're Turning away, we're ignoring these atrocities around us. Think about the human trafficking has exploded across our open border, throughout our nation, and around the world. Genocide of the Uyghur people in China—we're not even talking about it. They actually have—they've proven live organ harvesting of tens of thousands of prisoners of conscience in China, and the continued torture, rape, killing of women and Christians in Afghanistan. We're turning a blind eye to them. Our media doesn't even tell us about them anymore, and. It's endless. It's endless, and it's exploding, and it's getting out of control. We have to understand the time period that we're in. And God cannot let this go on. Um, the problem is we don't seem to care. So let's think. Here's a list of recent legislation. If you really want to track these things, then you're going to want to maybe go on. I like Calvary Chapel Chino Hill's website because they have this real impact section, and they're tracking all of the important legislation. We've got um, We've got a bill. SB 1442 and SB 1375 that actually pays for abortion tourism cap- taxpayers California taxpayers will foot the bill for anyone who wants to come to California and get an abortion. They'll pay for everything. Um, They're legalizing abortions, no restrictions, up to 28 days after birth. I already told you about AB 2223. SB 866 is vaccinating minors without parental consent. And AB 2098, penalties against physicians for spreading misinformation. They're going to make it illegal for uh, physicians to counter the approved narrative. Um, in AB 1797, uh- Immunization registry at schools. Two 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 nine. They're going to have an, a, a bias evaluation for police officers to make sure they're not biased against all a host of viewpoints that are sanctioned by the state. That means they're going to start investigating the private views of police officers, and likely this is going to start encroaching on. Um, Their faith. And so we have to look at these things. These things are coming. There's more and more. Please take a look at these things. By the way, they're not asking our permission. We don't get to vote on any of these things except Prop 1. That's the only one in California we get to vote on, and that is um, unrestricted abortion. Uh, It's a change to the Constitution. You'll want to vote no on that. So please check it out. Wake up. Be a part of things. And like I said, the, the beast system is coming, but we still have to stand for the truth, and we still have to speak out and uh, we just have to have to pay attention. So think about. What's happening right now, this is like a sudden shift. It's like a fault line splitting off from twenty twenty from the rest of history. And it displaces the world that was. If you just look at it, there's just this sudden shift. So ask yourself, why would you not believe your own eyes about the sudden changes in things and these laws in our culture in our nation and in our world? It's sudden. The world has fallen for a great deception. And it was all prophesied. Think about it in Matthew twenty four twenty four for false Prophets and false Christs will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the very elect. See, I have told you beforehand— and then Paul describes the, these last times in Second Thessalonians two. It says, "For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. He who now restrains will do so until he's taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of His mouth and destroy with the brightness of His coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteousness, deception among those who perish, because they did not receive." the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie and that they may all be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And this is what we're seeing. Notice how many times they say the lawless one, the lawlessness. That's what we're seeing, a, a, an aberrant of a lawlessness. And then Second Peter 3, 3 says, Knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep... All things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. But I tell you, and I think you know this, things are not continuing as they were. That's a lie. Don't believe it just to feel comfortable. Go. Don't tell yourself uh, that you don't have to do anything. You do. Don't just roll over and go back to sleep. Instead, you want to wake up. Get up, jump in, and please, friends, be the light in these last days. These runaway developments make it clear that the end is at hand. We can clearly see how the last days and the tribulation prophecies are starting to align with the events that we're seeing today. Let's take a look at some of these things that we can watch for and things that we're already seeing, all the characteristics um that we're seeing in the beast system must start to set up before the actual tribulation, right? There has to be the setup period, and that's what they're doing. We're getting very close, and it's at such a rapid rate, just like those labor pains that Jesus and Paul talked about. And uh, we're headed toward this, uh, like, like cattle through the slaughter shoots, right up to the end where people will not be able to escape because they'll just follow along. Um, But those of us who trust in Jesus, who long for his appearing, there's a promise that we will escape. Um, So as we've already discussed, we've observed certain things in Jesus' all of it discourse, some warning signs, pestilence, distress of nations. um, Look at the distress Europe's going through with the coming winter, wars, rumors of wars. We've got all these countries, Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, Syria, China, Taiwan, Israel, Lebanon, all these uh, wars and rumors of wars. Uprisings and ethnic tensions are also prophesied, an increase of natural disasters. Famines are actually predicted by our global leaders. They're saying, oh, famines are coming. And then financial distresses, these leaders are talking about and even predicting a a global financial collapse that the central uh, that will only be solved by a central bank digital currency and that's what they're looking for that's what they want next because then they have complete control um, so some people say that people always thought the end of the world was coming things terrible things have always happened but these things are completely new and they're completely global, and that's what's unique about them, and they're happening quickly. And right now, as never before, we have this elite group of self-appointed leaders who are telling us their plans to take total control over the world. I mean, they're telling us. So I believe them because they're actually doing it. And, um Globally, we're seeing the loss of de- democratic rule transition to top-down rule through emergency powers and the violation of individual freedoms. And this th- – they're pushing for the one world uh, – new world order, right? Um, and so these conditions mirror the tribulation system that we've alluded to and we found in Daniel. So some attributes we might notice, uh, for example, that uh, Daniel describes how the last world empire, which was the Roman Empire, it never ended and it simply faded out. And so we see how um, God reveals through Nebuchadnezzar's dream of the great statue that in the last days the Roman Empire would be revived. And so we're going to notice that uh, this idea of the Roman Empire being revived um, comes out in Daniel 2, 41 through 42, and it's something we're going to take a look at next time as we start to... Um, describe specific prophecies both in Daniel and in Revelation and in different things about what this Um, what this global government and what these last days, the tribulation system will look like. There's a lot of indications specifically of what will be in those things. For instance, there's supposedly 10 regions that it'll be divided into, and the world powers that be already have divided the world into 10 regions. That was kind of a surprise to me. I didn't realize that, and we'll name those next time. And so I'm just going to urge you as we think about these things and again as I said we're coming coming toward that time where we need to make uh make some decisions about how we move forward and how we shine God's light and just remember that this is why we need to be King Josiah's now because although the majority of the people may continue to sin We're going to reveal the truth and we'll take people with us. We will change hearts and change minds and show them the truth. And in doing so, we're going to have many that will receive Christ before we go, before it's too late. So be those King Josiahs and remember that uh, God may grant them repentance and that they will come to faith in him. And if you don't know Jesus, please, please accept his payment for your sin. Please accept it now because he loves you so much. Thank you friends we'll see you next time
1: join Wendy Scott every Saturday at 3 pm on K praise for another episode of season watch previous episodes can be found through the K praise podcast platform where you can also access Wendy's other platforms and contact links please email Wendy with show comments questions or suggestions at wscott at mywordsforhim.com or visit her website at mywordsforhim.com for additional resources watch other teachings on her Rumble channel wendy's words for him her fiction novel the lost a story of christmas can be found on amazon until next week watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the son of man